do for you? You have been chopped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious.
That's Jackie. Right. Even Jackie's back so now there. Everybody can hear us, but we can't hear anybody. Thank you very much, Cloud Talk Radio. We greatly appreciate this. All right. Well, you know what? You girls talk amongst yourselves for a hot second. I'm going to try and fucking sign out of this thing again. Good, good. Yeah, reconnect me. All right, everybody. How can All right. We All right, back. let's see. Teresa, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? We hear you, but it sounds like we're talking into a, a Campbell soup can. But at least we can hear okay. you. How do we sound? Do we sound okay? You guys sound great. You guys sound great. Well, I don't mind talking into a can. Hi, Teresa. <laughs> Hi, Philomena. How are you? Fine, thank you. All right, so we're finally back right, on. We are back on. We lost a couple of callers. I think Jackie, we lost Jackie. So, sorry about that. But, all right, so tonight's show we have Season 7 MasterChef winner Sean O'Neill calling in, which I'm pretty psyched. Jackie's back. I was pulling, I was. I like that guy. He's a DJ. You know, you know the dude with the hat? Yeah, you know, sure. He made some phenomenal looking food. Of course, I watched all season of MasterChef. He's our guest tonight. I know he is. Yeah, all right. He's the guy with the hat, right? The guy with the hat. Right. He has a hat on. <laughs> a screaming hat on. But all right, so we're back. Clem, how was your week? <laughs> Clem's just staring into the into the live. My week shit. was um. I don't really remember. <laughs> I don't remember much. I don't. I don't know. We went to Spikes. Yeah, we went out to Jersey. Went to Spikes. All right. Out in Jersey. Oh, is that the seafood place seafood that you like place. so much? Great seafood. Stay away from any of their pasta dishes or anything Italian in there. It was god awful. But um, Clams Casino, fantastic. Clams Arreganata, fantastic. Scallops, fantastic. Um, crab legs were great. Shrimp Parmesan, one of the worst dishes I ever ate in my life. Problem is, they don't fry anything. So what they decide to do is steam the shrimp and throw a piece of mozzarella over it and throw it over a bowl of linguine. With really bad tomato sauce. Right. What's well, the seafood? Yeah. Otherwise, well, I don't know. We took a shot. We took a shot. I got to tell you, but their raw clams were great. Their oysters were great. All that stuff was great. Still worth the drive all the way out there just to get off of this rotten island anyway. You know, a lot of fun. Good company. The chowders were good. The lobster bisque was good. You know, I went with a bunch of people. We all, all we did, and this I learned, it's a trick you got to do, and I know you do it. You go when you go out to dinner with a bunch of people who want like 10, 15 appetizers. Right. And share everything. Yep. And that's what we do. And maybe we'll get an entree a month when take a little case of most of the time. Right. Even yeah, you can get some entrees, yeah. but you split it up. This way I'm bringing up the damn just, check yeah, at the end. We all just taste everything. And it's just, well, it's more economical, but it, it, you get to taste everything. And sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing. Right. This is what I'm learning. And for those of you who haven't been following, I am doing a food review or a food critic, whatever you want to call it, a blog on my Facebook page. Everywhere I go now, I'm going to review. And I'm just going to simply tell the truth. Man. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Look, if something's going to, I'm going to say it's good, I'm going to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. I'm not intending on burying anybody or bad-mouthing anybody. I'm simply going to say how my experience was. Right, right. And that's it. And, you know, and what I've learned, though, is, a lot of places only do a couple of things really well. And yeah. there's certain places, if you know what to get, you're good. But then you got all these places with, with 30, 40 things on their menu, and they try too hard. You know, stick to what you know. Right. Tell them about season 52. 
<laughs> Get in the closet, Bush. Yes. We're going to be throwing the fucking bathroom. We went over that already, and I yet to put that on Facebook. So when I write about that, I will let everybody know about the other restaurant that we went to, Season 52, which is actually pretty good. But again, it, it's certain things. you go to, And it's sad because you got to go to certain certain places for certain things only nowadays. Right, right. You know, it's not anymore where you can get a good steak and a good chicken pie. You know, you can either get a good steak in a place and that's it. Yep. Stay away from anything else. Or you can only get a good pasta and stay away from everything else. You know, exactly. I, I don't know. I don't understand. Maybe people are trying too hard or trying to make a lot of money and putting. But what's with you? You know, even you as a chef, do you agree with put a couple of things on the menu, five or ten do things, and do them well? Yeah. At all these places now have 20 pasta dishes, 20 different chicken dishes. 30. I'm like, no. You're giving me a book, not a menu. Yeah. It's so I, if I want to read, I want to stay in school. I don't want to exactly. read a thing. I want to go into a pizza place and say, give me a pepperoni. I don't yeah. want 400 pies yeah. that God knows how long the, the shit's been sitting. Exactly. You know, in the Mesum Plus forever because no one orders it. It's just too crazy. And look, you can do a couple of different things. Name a pie, the Clemenza or the Burmeister, and do a couple of combination ingredients on top. But when you got 20 of those, and you got to read all of them, and then now it's confusing. Because now it's like, all right, I want that, but maybe I want that, but I want yeah. this. And then you sit there for 20 minutes. And then you're pissed that you ordered that other thing. Exactly. Because the thing you always ordered and liked yep. is there. But... Keep it simple, people. Yeah. Speaking of keeping it simple, I finally had a good food truck thing this weekend nice. at, at Lorita Winery. Sold the shit out of food. It was beautiful. People were happy. All these kids were coming up, taking pictures with me. And now what'd you do? Did you do the same menu? Same menu. But right. the last time it was a heat wave, and for some reason people weren't eating. Now we was kind of slow on Saturday. Three thirty rolled around, and I didn't hold my head up from the griddle till nine thirty. There were fireworks going out outside the truck. I looked out the window. There was just a sea of people online. Um, Everyone was drunk, and every food truck was like getting slammed. It was great. It was great. Everyone left happy because you know no one lost money yesterday. So, all right. So, what you do? One day only? Two days. Saturday and Sunday. Yesterday was really nice. It was calm, but it was good. You know, I backed. I parked my trailer in 20 minutes. I'm proud. Backed it in with busy traffic and everything. Backed it down the hill. It scraped a little bit, but 20 minutes. You got to get used to it. Yeah. It's gonna take a while. It's gonna take you months to fully get used to it. Because you don't know what it dips, the turns, the curves. I, I had to do it for a little bit. And I'm spastic. I, I, yeah. And it's that weird if you want the trail and to turn to the right, you got to turn to the left. That fucks me up all the yeah. time so bad. I, you know, many things. Even pulling out of my house when I left Virginia, I had to put my – I wasn't going to drive my car all the way back. Plus, it would have been double, you know, more expensive to drive my car and have someone drive the U-Haul. So I put the, the car on the hitch. And even just to back it out of the driveway, I kept turning right. The thing kept going left. It took me about 25 minutes to figure that out. All right. Um, I Philomena, no I'm just going to let says. you know, Philomena, that we have the whole studio here. Yes. And you just keep writing notes and distracting the whole yes. damn show. <laughs> what are you doing, girl? Yes, we know Kimmy's <laughs> on the line. We can see that. <laughs> we can see that. We don't need you to scribble it on a napkin that's unlegible. Okay. <laughs> that I got to decode. I got to get out my, de- my decoder book with the magnifying glass. Yeah. My, my, uh, oh, and, my God. It says Ovaltine again. <laughs> Drink Ovaltine. What? <laughs> Fucking decoder ring. And, she, and she's still holding up, holding up the phone. Yeah. 
I mean, it wasn't enough that she was had the loudest Pringles can and right in the microphone yes, before. I know. Now she's just. <laughs> I know. Oh, Welcome God. to my world. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Ma, 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 Lois, Lois, Lois. All right. All right. So. You know, I had that, but, you know, school was good this week, and, uh, you know, it's just the weather, good weather's coming. Yeah. The heat wave is gone. This is a great fat guy weather. Yes. I have my hoodie on right now. I got my long camo shorts on, and I'm I'm perfect. Yeah. I'm perfect. And I can still wear my sunglasses. Nice. Anyway. <laughs> How you doing? All right, so we got a bunch of callers here. Jackie calls, is calling in to listen. Pretty cool. We got Annette. We're going to pick up uh, an old buddy of yours. Yes, we got uh, Chef Kimmy, Kimmy from uh, your season of Hell's Kitchen. Hey, Kimmy, what's going on? You're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. What's up, guys? Where you at? Kimmy's on the road as we speak, headed into New York City. Yes, we're, nice. uh, we're an hour out. All right. So now well, let me. Let's bring it here to New York, to the NY. Uh, it's a girl's trip with me and my mom. We're going to go see the Chew and the View and just kind of hang out in New York City. Nice. So you're going to see the Chew, the View. You should bring a Hasidic person so you can say that uh, I'm going to watch the Chew and the View with a Jew. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Now, I asked him this before on the phone. I got to ask you live now. Are you bringing the Memphis up in this bitch? <laughs> I am bringing the Memphis up in this bitch. <laughs> nice. Nice. How's things going for Chef Timmy? You were one of my favorites on, on club season. Yeah, entertain the hell out of now, it. Wait, wait, let me ask. What was the exact thing you said on our season? Was it, you done brought the Memphis out of this bitch, yo. <laughs> I said, you done brought the Memphis out of me, ho. All right, I knew it was some. All right, I was close. I was close. It was like three years ago. I was close. But I do remember it. It was one of the greatest lines on our season. So, uh, yeah, she's now she's bringing the Memphis up to New York City. All right. Nice, nice. Yeah, so um, have you been watching Master Chef? Do you, you see the guy, Sean, that one? I Seems did pretty see cool. Sean. going to be calling. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That, that whole season, that cast... It's pretty cool. They've been calling into the show a lot. Yeah, there have and been some great, great contestants on there. Some very cool people, some very down. Not that any other season hasn't been like that, but more so, right? More so this season. Some really and a good competition this year too. Yeah, very, very. There was a lot of good competition this year for yeah. sure. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we had well last season we had uh, Stephen Lee. We had Stephen Lee. We had Luke the Man show like every calling. weekend until, yeah. until he got uh well, we actually have uh, Sean on the line right now. You yes. want to pick up Sean? We'll uh, chat with him for a little bit, and then Absolutely. we'll get into all of our segments. All right, cool. Let's pick him up now. Hey, Sean, what's going on? You're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Hey, how's it going, guys? How's everything going today? Hey, it's going great, my man. Little, We had a little technical difficulties with... Uh, with our blog talk radio, as always, whenever we have a killer guest on, the shit hits the fan, and yeah. we have sound problems and everything else, but we're up and running now. So uh, how's it going, my man? Congratulations uh, on the win. I was happy to see you pull you. that one out. Oh, thank you very much, man. It was a tough competition. It's uh, It's been a wild ride so far. I haven't gotten much sleep since last Wednesday. <laughs> it's, well, uh, it's awesome. been crazy. 
As everyone tells us, be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. Yep. And it's like, I want this, I want this. You get it. It's like, oh, God, can't I just stay in the hotel for a quick one and you just sleep it off? Nope. You got to keep going. Yeah, it's a lot of hard work after it, man, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, it's just so great to actually nice. pull it off and represent the MasterChef brand. It's uh, definitely an honor. So right. I, I got to ask you a question. I, it's something I've noticed, and I know I, I did, you know, Hell's Kitchen, Season 10, whatever, but we always – and I always say this to the MasterChef guys. You guys get the nice court. You get the nice chef. <laughs> we were always getting yelled at, abused, and shit thrown at us. But what I've noticed is he's been getting a little uh, – He's been calling you guys uh, out a lot lately. I mean, is it my imagination? Or he's been really like riding some of the Manchester guys. Like he's been putting it out there. Yeah, I mean, I thought the same thing until this season. <laughs> like I thought he was a little <laughs> bit lighter on the yeah. on the MasterChef people too. But I think I think the biggest thing is is the the level of talent is going up in the MasterChef kitchen, and he's starting to, to look at he's starting to look at these guys like, like a, I say these guys they're starting to look at us as professional cooks, especially when it gets down to the top, you know, eight, seven, six. Like, we've been there long enough. Like, we shouldn't be fucking up. We shouldn't be making mistakes. So he's he's very, like, he's on it. Like, he, he, he sees the level of skill rising, and he's rise, raising his level of intensity at the same time. Well, I, I got to say, though, it does bring a smile on my face. And nothing bad against you guys, but I'm like, all right, at least he's yelling at some of them because I always <laughs> had this thing with MasterChef. I'm like, why is he so nice to everybody? I did one thing wrong, and a guy threw a steak at me. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I mean there was there was times like there was flying lamb chops. Like don't get you don't see everything, but there was there was flying lamb chops on the wedding challenge. Like it, he got uh he got in our faces. He's he's definitely intense, but you know you know he just wants to pull the best out of everybody. That's that's really all he's going Absolutely. for. Absolutely, he he does have that magical way of doing it. You know, he can be nice, he can yell and scream, but he knows what to do at that moment to pull the best out of you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, you know, he's a, I don't, I don't even know how I want to word it, but he, he definitely, he's an inspiring dude. And whether he's yelling at you, cussing at you, or lifting you up, like you just want to make make sure that he's happy with what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my problem with this year's show with the judges is the cereal milk lady, what's her name? Um... The judge, Christine Posey, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, how come she turned into the Simon Cowell of this thing all of a sudden? She's supposed to be this nice, sweet yeah, she girl. Yeah, she's like, but even she's getting a little, uh, a little antsy. I want to see every judge on every cooking show be on a competition cooking show first. Yes. And then they can see how the pressure is. Yeah, You know, I mean, because Aron Sanchez is a nice guy. I had him on Chop the first season, and awesome dude, really nice. And he's now he's moving up. Yeah, but he's, yeah, he's been doing those. He's, yeah. He did, like, Iron Chef and all that other stuff. But, yeah. you know, it, it's just until you get thrown in there with, you know, all the cameras on you and no sleep and you got to do this in 20 minutes, 30 minutes, <laughs> you can't. Okay, I mean that happened on Chop once. I don't know if you watch it, but Scott Conan always bitched yeah, to yeah. everyone about red onions. How he hates red oh, onions. Yeah. How dare you use red onions? He was in the celebrity one with all the judges. First thing he did was use red onions. I was like, what yeah. the hell is that all about, guy? And he's like, I know, you know. It's, but he's, he's they're all good people. But now let me ask you this: What, what made you go on Master Chef? I mean, it, it's something you always watch. Did you wake up one day and said, Hey, I'm going to do this? I mean, what made you want to do this? Um, for me, it was really like all my friends have always 
you know, constantly told me I needed to try out for one of these cooking shows and constantly pushed me. And then all of a sudden they popped up here in Vegas um, for an open audition. Because, you know, for me, like, it's hard to get on shows if you're just sending in a video. Like, you really need to go and be there in person. Absolutely. So you got to be there in person. Right. Yeah, you so never know like, what they do with the videos. You don't know if they watch yeah, the them videos, or throw them away. Yeah, they don't they don't show your personality. They don't show what you can do in the kitchen. They don't show they don't show flavor obviously, you know. So, um for me it was it was really just seeing that it was finally in a place that I was living and I went and tried out and just made it through the entire process and all the way to the end. I've always loved cooking. Like I've I've always cooked for my now, friends you, and family. Now, what did you cook so. for every day? I mean, did you cook for your family every day? Were you cooking for your friends every day? I mean, what, It's friends, you know. yeah. It's mainly friends. Like, I, I live so far away from my mom. My mom's in Charlotte. So, I mean, whenever I can, I, whenever she's out here, I cook for her. Whenever I'm visiting her, I cook for her there. But, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of cookouts. It's a lot of parties. You know, I'm a DJ. So, in the early Absolutely. days, the, the in the early days, the house parties kind of turned into cookouts, and I started being more involved in the food, and then the, the music was still there. So, you know, it just progressed, and then a couple of years ago, I got to go to Italy, and Italy completely just blew my mind with food, like the simplicity and the importance of the best ingredients. I knew there was and, something I really liked about this guy. He went to Italy. Now, yeah, you're yeah, like I'm, I'm all, obsessed with Italy. Yeah, yeah you like you like the all of our baggage. Yeah, so am I. I. I believe the Italians invented everything, and we're the epitome of all food. But you like the all of our baggage. I mean. You could you could be your own party guy. You could cook the food, DJ the party. You could be spinning some scallops and some fucking yeah. some linguine at the, on the turntable at the same time. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got it well, all you, yeah. you got it all going on there, man. Yeah, that's the plan. I mean, that's that's kind of our game plan on how we're going to sell this thing now. Um, which it's kind of a unique thing because there's never really been like a DJ chef type person. So it's uh it's yeah. kind of kind of breaking new ground. Well, well, even being a DJ is you almost have the same like experience as the chef that when you're working, everyone else is partying. We can call you know, you like that. like when we're chefs, every time like Saturday nights, Friday nights, every day you know we're doing the weddings, we're doing the parties, we're working. Yeah. We can't have fun. We can you know? call him instead of like Sir Mix a lot. We can call him Sir Cooks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Sir Cooks a lot. I like it. It's kind of catchy right there. There you go. Uh-huh. And then he can uh, actually be a spokesman for the pork council and just say, I like pig butts. <laughs> I like pig hey, I'm butts. Down. I cannot... <laughs> I'm down. I would be proud to represent the America's pig farmers. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. But now, now back to the show. I mean, from from the first couple of episodes, I knew you were going all the way to the end because Absolutely. your food just looked phenomenal. I mean, those guys have been oh, doing you. this for 20, 30 years and just can't get a plate to look like yours. Like, it just pops pops to your eyes, and it's it, it's everything looked delicious, Thank which you, always made me think to myself that Master Chef is a sham because all these people are professionals. Yeah, I actually thought that <laughs> no. too for a second. I'm like, there's no way this guy wasn't a chef somewhere. He plate's too good. His food's too... You know what it is, too? You have a good understanding of flavor and textures. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand that sweet, salty, spicy, vinegary, you know, combination of textures and that, that whole thing. Yeah. But you got... From the beginning, when I noticed... I take notice of that, especially being a chef. Well, you don't look at how pretty this looks. Yeah, you look at yeah. the combination, the colors, the saltiness, the sweetness, the acidity level. Yeah. And you seem to understand that. Most people that seem to understand that are the ones that go far. A lot of these people come on and can cook, yeah. but they don't have that extra 
concept of, the you know, flare. the flair of bringing yeah, things flare, together. Yeah. I know, you know, that a little well, squeeze for, of lemon is going to bring this up a little bit. Or, yeah, you know, for, for I, me I personally, know. I. I've read I've read about sixty seventy cookbooks. Like I, I that's that's been my culinary training. Is I I love cookbooks. I'm addicted to cookbooks. Um, like and I I usually only buy like high end cookbooks, like Eleven Madison Hearts cookbook and stuff like that. So right, like right. all the pictures that I'm looking at are super fancy looking plates. But for me, I always start with building the flavor first. But I always save time to think about how it should be displayed um, at the end of the the cook. You know so. I start with the flavors, and while I'm while I'm building my flavors, I've got it in the back of my mind. How will this look on the plate? So, well, I mean, in a right, sense, right. it's kind of like being a DJ because you got to know what that next song is going to be and exactly. how to blend it in together. So you can, exactly. it's kind of like absolutely. you know learn how to progress things along, and you do the same thing with food. Yep, absolutely. You got to know when to play that that big song, and you got to know when to play that subtle song. So it's the same exactly. way with food. You got to you got to know when to play the big flavors and when to hold back and just let. The ingredients speak to themselves. Right. Now, right. what do you what do you think your best dish was? Forget what the judges said and all. What do you think your best dish was that you did on that show? What was the thing you were most proud of that you did? Um, my finale venison dish. I just I thought it, okay. was, it was it was pretty perfect. Like I worked on it a lot in that week that they sent us home. Like I busted my butt on that thing, and like it just started slowly coming together. The plate started. Getting into the shape that I wanted it. And now, what like, made you pick time... venison? That was that was risky. Venison's whiskey, whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Venison's whiskey, man. But what? I mean, yeah. it, you took a big risk and it paid off. I mean, it was it something you worked with a lot, or something you just said, "All right, I'm gonna go balls out and do some venison." Um, well, I mean, I've worked with it a good bit, but I, not a lot until I actually started practicing for that dish. I just, um, for me, in the back of my head, since I had that rough go with this venison sausage, um, okay. I kind of I was getting my revenge on venison in the finale. So, a little redemption. Like I, yeah, yeah, a little revenison. Like, so I had messed up so bad on the venison sausage in the, earlier, in the earlier battle that I really wanted to get a little bit of redemption on it using a, a quality cut, you know, a prime cut of the venison. So that was really my, my thought process just at the beginning of designing the plate when I was thinking about the protein, I wanted to really get back at that venison. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so what's, what's next for you now, man? What do you, what do you, what do you got going on in the, in the horizon? What's coming up for you? Well, I mean, and this immediately is the MasterChef cruise. Like, it's crazy to just finish and then already be getting ready for the MasterChef cruise on November 6th. So, like, that's going to be pretty crazy, you know, having – a boat full of MasterChef fans. It's going to be a, a very interesting experience. Um, but as far as, like, you know, progressing the career, I'm, I'm really going to get out and start doing pop-up dinners. And um, MasterChef is partnered with a company called Eat With, where we're going to be doing pop-up dinners. Um, and really, I'm just getting out and getting the, building the brand, you know. I want to open a restaurant in a couple years, but I feel like I really need to get out there and build the facial recognition and the brand recognition. I got to get way. a hold of Ramsey over here. How come you guys get a cruise? This house kitchen guy's got, got nothing but a big fat thank you very much. We'll see you later. <laughs> you got to take it off. <laughs> you guys are yeah, you take it off. You guys are going on cruises. Fucking, what's wrong with this picture over here? Yeah. Uh man, like yeah, I don't, I, I don't really have his contact information, but <laughs> <laughs> we got to do. This is something I've been dying to do for years. I would love to do a Hell's Kitchen versus Master Chef competition. But we mm. get a couple of guys from each season together, and we go head to head, just as a good, all in good fun, of course. You know, just to yeah, that, put it all awesome. together. I was actually, 
I actually had uh, last season's Hell's Kitchen winner over at my house the other day for dinner. Um, we had a bunch of people over, but Ariel Malone is now, as you know, living in Vegas and working at BLT. So I've become kind of friends with her, and we've been hanging out a little bit. She's a she's a sweet girl and a very, very talented chef as well. Absolutely. Yeah, that's cool, man. Well, Vegas, I'm always jealous of the people that live in Vegas. Yeah. Even though we live in New York City, it just doesn't... Yeah, but Vegas, for me, and I said this before... I don't care who, look, if you live down there and you're born down there, okay. But me coming from New York, I would be some kind of alcoholic, gambling, degenerate. I, I couldn't help myself. And, uh, yeah, I get off the plane. Out. I spent $600 at the airport on the slot machines. Imagine if I lived yeah. in Vegas every day by a casino. Again, I'd be out of my mind. Yeah, it's, it's a tough oh. town, man. Like, it, there's a lot of temptation in this town. And, like, it takes uh it takes a little bit of self control to be able to live here. I trust me, I've I've fallen down the party hole a couple times. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I don't think I have the discipline. The, 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 just the noise of the slot machine, the ding 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 ding. That little yeah. right there is like crack for me. As soon as I hear yeah. that sound, that sound, I just empty the money out of my pockets and stick it in the machine. I can't help myself. I literally cannot help me, myself. For me, I'd rather take the money from the casinos instead of giving it to them. I see how big oh, they yeah, are. Oh so yeah, so would I. Sure, that's ultimately. The, of course, that's the first plan of action. That's my first thought. I'm going to take some money and win. But that never happens. I figure if I ever worked down there, I'd be living to freaking pay off the casino. So I was like, you know what? I mean, a great town. Give me a great town to visit. Great food town. Great shows. Got it all going on. Would love to go down there at any given time. But I honestly don't think I have enough control to live there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have. I wouldn't be able to walk down the street without. Well, when you sweat, it dries up immediately. It's so freaking hot over there. I mean, yeah. gambling and legal prostitution. I'm in trouble right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to become a prostitute. Yeah. You got to get outside the city limits for that. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't we pick up Tina for a second? I know Tina wants to say hello. Let's get Tina yes. on for a second. All right. Hold on. We there, got a couple Shawnee. other callers on. Hey, Tina, what's up? You're chewing the fat with hey, Big guys. How are you? Shawnee. Hi, hey, Sean. Tina. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem at all. So congratulations. Uh, I think that you played the game perfectly. You oh, did very you. well with the strategy. I feel bad for the, the bad publicity you got from it. I really do. Eh, it's all good. It happens. You know, just for every for every fan, there's going to be somebody who doesn't like me. And I feel it going in. My personality is one of those either love me or hate me type things. So. I actually didn't mind it. You know, if, if if people are giving you negative publicity, they're still talking about you. Well, look, here's right. the thing, too, Sean. Even even the haters are going to get you more popular. So love the haters, too, awesome. man. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I, I had two people open up fan, uh, open up Twitter pages specifically to hate on me. Like, their first tweet was, I opened this page specifically to know, hate on me. That's when you know you're popular. <laughs> look, if you got people yeah. living that, that means you're doing something right. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Like, I get a chuckle out of it all the time. That's a great right there. Yeah, yeah, I thought so, too. I agree. Yeah, I love that shit. I love when people start talking about you. Yeah, because, you know, like, how bad of a life do you have to have to go out of your way to bash someone you don't even know? So, you know, the, like, yeah, these exactly. weird shutting people. I want to be able to just knock on their door, like... Hey, how's it going? Just to see their face, like I told you, the best thing, that, the best thing that ever happened. I had this guy like stalking me, commenting on everything, put all these bad comments, and finally, and I don't really play into that, but finally one day, he's, I was in one of those moods. He irked me. I click on his page. He's a fry guy at McDonald's. 
And I'm like, really, dude? You work the fry station at McDonald's. And yeah, you got to start somewhere. But you're bad-mouthing me. Like, what can you possibly know when you're dropping fucking fries in a fucking bucket of oil about my my frog lob plate that I just plated up that you're going to tell me how to do it? Yeah, well, I think it's funny. Like, all I do is I'll just I'll just retweet them and I'll let I'll let my fans say whatever they want to say. It's that's not that's really... what you gotta do. You don't even get involved. Just yeah. Exactly. Retweet yeah. it. Let the fans go nuts. I love, I yeah, like when exactly. you retweet the band stuff and then they like it. They're like, oh, thanks for retweeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they get all excited. <laughs> like they, you know, like they get. It's so crazy. Well, well I feel bad because else... this no, this poor kid from Mass um, from Hell's Kitchen the other night who um, this kid Matt who kind of got in Ramsey's face he has now started to get death threats from fans so I talked to him privately and explained to him Sean what had happened to you and how you were dealing with it so I I think that he's starting to take it in stride and understand not to take it personally that these people are just crazy you can't can't take anything personally that's that's out there online I mean like you said it's the land of internet trolls it's the land of people sitting in their mom's face people call me all kinds of names too and bad mouth me and then and the funny thing is, like you said, the fan, I love when the fans go at it and they start going yeah. at it, and you just sit back and watch it unravel, and it's great. Yeah, that's the best part because <laughs> you don't have to get your hands dirty. <laughs> and you're and you're friends with these people that it, it's their fans who are upset because you got them eliminated from the show, and they yeah. they wouldn't want their fans acting like that. But these people don't understand that they're exactly. just they have I no see. lives and they're watching yeah. the TV and it they make it so real to them that they take it very personally when their person goes home. Yeah, it's crazy how personally they take it. Like, I got death threats. <laughs> it was, when, when Terry went home, I got a couple death threats. It was crazy. And I think that was probably the worst one, right, was with Terry. With Terry, yeah, because he was the big fan favorite, which is crazy, too, because we weren't even that deep in the season. And, like, Listen, it was just, like, all, it was all Team Terry the whole season, even after he was eliminated. Let, let me tell you something about Terry, though, which is pretty funny. I just requested him. I, I liked him on the show, and I request him as a friend, and I get a message back. I'm not accepting fan things or whatever. Please go to my fan page. Nice. I, was like, yeah. I just want to ask you to be on the show. You know? Yeah, I, don't, I think that's a pre-done message for everybody. Yeah. Like, well, that, no, but, Sean, I got Sean right away. Oh, yeah. he, he, he became friends. That's sure. Yeah. If, you get, a, if he, you get a death threat that says you have to come to Staten Island and make me venison, it's not me. Okay? <laughs> 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 it's not me doing it. I'm just letting you know that ahead of time. Well, I can attest to Sean being a good guy because when I approached him about doing this show, he didn't look at me as a crazy person. He listened to what I had to say and was like, oh, yeah, I'll do the show. So I can attest that you're not a bad guy. and I I try to get back to every fan that reaches out to me. I know it's hard, but at the same time, like if they have to take the time to reach out to me, then I'm going to get back to them regardless. Exactly. Um, I I, I, I do the same thing. I try to add everybody on Facebook. Obviously, some of the Asian countries is a little harder because they get a little bit uh, stalkerish. Um, <laughs> so, but I try to add everybody, and then if, if they get weird, then I'll block them later. But I definitely, I try to let everybody in that I can. Right. I mean, I, I even love my favorite things to do after I'm on a show or something is when like the cable access people call me. I'm like, yeah, I'll do your show. I go down to like the little, you know, the cool little studio and they're all nervous and then it's the worst production ever, but I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. <laughs> but uh, sure, we got, we got a couple of your castmates on. We have DeAndre and uh, Nathan. So uh, hang on, oh, cool. we'll pick them up. 
Hey, Nathan, what's up? You're chilling the fat with Big and Beefy. And Sean. Hi. It's great to be on here. Hey, Sean. What's, what's up, Nene? <laughs> Not bad. I hate that, though. You know that. <laughs> I know. That's why I said it. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good. Really good. I just got out of school in rehearsal for the evening. Yeah? How college treating you? Nathan's a big man on campus now. I don't know if you guys knew that. I, I yeah, gotta say, Nathan, I, I saw you two on the show, and I, and I gotta say, you were definitely you shocked me, man. I, I I thought you were definitely talented, and then you just you didn't give up, man. And I gotta say, that's that's inspiring, man. I'm I'm proud of you, man. Well, I, I tell you what, I loved back. about Nathan. Quick, yeah. He had balls enough to cook in a jacket and a bow tie. Yeah. I got half of my clothes off when I'm on the line. I'm like, oh my god, I'm sweating under these lights. <laughs> They keep telling me to Hollywood. I'm wiping the makeup off and everything. I don't know how you did it, my friend, but that, that was uh, that was great. Yeah, it definitely. definitely got hot at times. Yeah. <laughs> that was for sure. Hell yeah. Um, you know, so I don't know how I did it most times. I don't know, but you but you know what? I never saw you sweat. I don't know if you have <laughs> sweat glands or anything, but <laughs> because you know why he's not a fat guy like us. Yeah, he's exactly. Definitely yeah. not a fat guy. Because the guy Terry was dripping wet, and even if he had like a tank top on in the shower, he was sweating. <laughs> well, we yeah, got another it, it, another master chef guy on call right, in right now. We got now. the Andre we got calling the Andre in. on the line. Hi, boys. Hey, we have to talk hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> It's good to be back. How are you? Doing great, buddy. What's happening with you? Yeah, uh, I'm just working on some wedding cakes. I've got some pretty great clients, but I thought I'd uh, take a little bit of time out of my day to hop on with Nathan and Sean. Congrats. What's up, buddy? Thank you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Great Uh, to talk to you, DeAndre. Yeah, you too, Nathan. How's college? College is amazing, except the dining common food here tastes like crap. Yeah. Uh, I always get yelled at when I try to correct it. You gotta get yeah, get, get, get your phone line back there and whip it up some stuff. I actually right? do. And I got a little crock pot in my room and stuff, and I, and I oh, make food dangerous. once in a while. Except I made food the other day, and when I came in there, someone had left a $20 bill in the crock pot, and all the food was gone, and they said, thanks, it tasted good. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. Nice. Hey, you got a living right there, man. You can make some extra money. Just leave a bunch of crock pots laying around with a little kid. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's hey, one way, I guess. That's great. Yeah. Oh, man. That, yeah. See, I told you. What was that? I don't I couldn't hear. What'd you I say, Nathan? Say like <laughs> I feel like we're on the view. Everyone's talking at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so and I was telling Clem this earlier. This season was you could tell it was a bunch of cool people. Absolutely. And you can tell it right here. Everyone gets along, you know, yeah. there's no no real backstabbing or anything. But no. yeah. absolutely. No, we've yeah. all become we've all become super close. I mean we all we really hang out all the time. I mean, especially because there's so many of us that are out here on the West Coast, so it's easy for us to get together. Unfortunately, you know, Nathan and some of the other people, Katie and, and Brandy, don't get to make it out as much. But, like, it's it's such a family feel and such a family vibe that, uh, I mean, it's crazy. You only, you only experience this with those, those other 19 people that are there with you, and not many other exactly. people on the planet have experienced it. So 
they're really the only people that you can talk about it and that know what you went through and know how tough it was. And, and nobody else will ever really get that. Right, right. Absolutely. It's like you really have like cellmates. It's like nineteen cellmates. Yeah, well, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Speaking of which, speaking of which, we have a, your little sister of the family. We got Brittany on the line. Nice. Oh. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Brittany. How you guys doing? <laughs> We're doing good. Yeah. What's up, guys? <laughs> Nothing I feel much. Like We've been taken over by the Master Chef people right yeah. now. <laughs> well, I'm glad Brittany called in because I want to tell her that uh, I got diagnosed with diabetes for eating so many grapes uh, rolled in Kool-Aid powder. <laughs> yes, I'm so happy. I mean, that's bad, but I'm glad you tried it. <laughs> Wait, did you say I'm so happy? You're like, yes, I did. I took that so back. Happy. I was happy he was trying it, not the diabetes thing. That's awful. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Well, I actually have T-shirts coming out, and it says "Diabetes by Brittany." Oh, great! Definitely send me one. That's I try getting Wilford Brim- I try getting Wilford Brimley to uh, to sponsor it, but uh, he's dead. Oh. <laughs> so what's going on, everybody? Is this the first time, like all four years, have been talking together, or? No, Brittany was um, at my house yesterday. Yeah, it was like, I was at Sean's house I'm yesterday. Brittany and DeAndre are over all the time. It's the first time I've talked to DeAndre and Brittany since the finale. Oh, yeah, it's roommates? definitely been a you're while since I talked to you, Nathan. Yeah, it's a, yeah. They're all calling from the same room. Yeah, they're calling from the same room. <laughs> we're, we're all in Nathan's dorm room. Oh, <laughs> I'm not there. Oh, oh, my goodness. My dorm room's so small, like... Me and Sean wouldn't even fit in that, let alone four other people. <laughs> oh, it's college. It's okay. You're there to learn. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, just, just no learn to sleep standing up. Yeah. <laughs> it prevents having yeah. girls in your room. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, because you know that's a worry for me. I'm sure, you're, I'm sure you're doing fine with your celebrity status now, buddy. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, in all the ladies. <laughs> You're the big man on campus now, bro. Speaking of dormants, Nathan and I were roommates. How does it compare, man? Honestly, I'd take you any day to compare compared to what I have now. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Andre was the best roommate because it was, like, lights out at 1030, and, like, it was quiet in the room. Here, it's, yeah. like... 1 a.m., I think it's a good time to play basketball. Oh, you're trying to study and you have an exam at 6 a.m.? I don't care. I'm going to invite every guy on the hall to come in and play 2K with me. (laughs) 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 And then I get yelled at when I threaten to murder someone. Oh, well, you know, (laughs) that's really not a good thing to do. I would yell at you, too. (laughs) (laughs) No one likes a murderer. No one likes a murderer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, oh, you, can, you get on TMZ quicker if you do kill someone on uh, in college. That would be pretty good. <laughs> hey, not, bad publicity is still publicity. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, right, guys, so. I, I, I actually have another commitment I have to get to, so I want to thank you guys okay. for having me on, and it, it was great to talk to all the cast. Nathan, you, you keep your nose in those books, buddy. I will. I will. Sure, we want to thank you really for yeah, calling. Yeah, Shorty, thank you so much. Out. Good luck in your 
you know. In future, man, uh, on the cruise and everything else. And, call uh, anytime you want, bro. You have an open invitation. You call up anytime you want. You know, whatever, man. Sweet. Sounds good. I would definitely be in touch with you guys. Yeah, we're up in this part of the woods. Let us know, too, man. Oh, absolutely. I plan on getting there soon, actually. So I would definitely be in touch with you guys. All right, brother. Thank you, man. Thanks for calling in. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right. Peace. Right, sure, but we still got the other master yeah, chefs got, on. You yeah. know, it's pretty good. <laughs> Unless they're all getting like, blah. okay, Sean's gone. See you yeah, later. Like Sean's gone. We don't, we don't want to talk to you guys. We're leaving now. Okay, <laughs> bye. Oh, bye. Uh, wait, wait, time out. Now that Sean's gone, tell us the dirt. Who's pissed that he won? Come on. Ooh, dirt. No, I'm not pissed that he won. I'm, I'm supportive, and he's great. And I hang out with him all the time, so it's cool. <laughs> All right, well, when he leaves the room, you can call back and tell us the real. <laughs> yeah, when he leaves the room, exactly. <laughs> now he's cool. And he's, he's really knowledgeable, and he's awesome to cook with, and now he's a cool guy. I won't talk shit about no. him. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know, I know. No, you can tell you guys get along. No, That's just wait until I leave the room. <laughs> You'll need mud boots for that. What was that? Wait till Nathan said, leaves? Wait. Oh, shit. Yeah. You just wait till Nathan leaves. <laughs> yeah, I said, wait till I leave. There will be so much crap in the room, you'll need muck boots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Nathan. So now, so we love Ray you. Ray's in Vegas. DeAndre's in Vegas. Sean's in Vegas. Yes. Yeah. And where are you, Nathan? Where are you? I, Nathan, where are you well, going to school? I'm going to school in Greenville, South Carolina. Small. It's it's a liberal arts college, Bob Jones University. It's like three thousand people. It's not bad. Right. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Nice, man. Very cool. What are you studying? I am actually studying theater arts, and then in a few years, once I get my uh, bachelor's in theater arts, I'll go back for culinary. All right. Nice. Very cool. A man with a plan, right there. Yeah. I'm a fan of the theater. Yeah. I love theater art. I love it. I love it. You know I actually just got out of rehearsal about 30 minutes ago. What, what happened 30 minutes ago? I just got out of rehearsal. Ah, nice. now, what, what are we rehearsing now? What, what's the uh, show? The Man Who Came to Dinner. It's like an old 1930s comedy. Oh, that's yeah. a cool play. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Cool it's good. One. We got lots of great talents in the show, and after you've been with someone three nights a week, three hours a night for six nights a week, you begin to grow a family. It's nowhere near MasterChef, but it's kind of like a mini MasterChef kind of. Absolutely. You're threatening. You got that camaraderie going on. Eh? Why don't you yeah. do like write MasterChef the musical? Yeah, there something you go. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> because everything's turned into a musical nowadays. Yeah. Everything. Hey, I'll stop. Everything's I'll a musical. <laughs> Rob, who would you be? Would you be Terry? I want to be Terry. Yeah, I'll play Terry. I'll play Terry. <laughs> Terry. I got my lumberjack gear on. <laughs> there you go. How yeah, was, how was like Terry? <laughs> How was how Terry to work with? Because he seemed like a pretty cool guy, like, watching it on TV. Terry is, like, um, the Jolly Green Giant. Like, he's huge, and he has giant hands, and you really just, 
looking at him, you really don't think that he can do the things he can do, but when he starts cooking, it's like magic. I don't know. He's a really awesome guy. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Good, good. And it's funny because the things he struggled at would not be the things you thought Terry would struggle at. And the things he succeeded at, like making a beautiful pie and um, the halibut dish with all that intricate, delicate work would not be the things you think he'd succeed at. You know, it's funny because I got told the same thing, and I will say this as a bigger guy. Don't underestimate the finesse that us big boys have. (laughs) I mean, I'm a slob in the kitchen, sorry. And, and you can tell by my size. Everyone's like, oh, God, he's a hot mess. You're goddamn right, but that plate's going to be awesome at the end of it. I don't have time. Can you give me a 20-minute, a 30-minute time limit? I'm throwing everything on the floor that I don't need. You know, get it out of my way. You give me a five-foot table to work with. I'm not used to this shit. <laughs> now, what's the deal with no, that was... Are all you guys going on this cruise, or what's the deal? Um, I am not going to go on the cruise. I actually have to travel. I'm doing, I have some stuff I have to do. Um, so I'm going to miss it, which really sucks. Um, but I don't know. Is DeAndre or Nathan, you guys going on the cruise? Uh, DeAndre, <laughs> hello, hello, boy. <laughs> okay, so I was going to let DeAndre go first, but since he's not speaking, um, no, I, or are you going to let me go first? That's so funny. Um, I, I, um, can't get off the school and stuff, um, because right around the time of the cruise, I'm actually, I've been cast in all four shows that the school pulls, puts on in the performance hall. There's like Rotahaver, which is like the big money-making scene, and then the one right. that's for education purposes, and a little bit smaller, like Rotahaver's that is it, they force the entire school to go to those plays, and they're not always plays, sometimes they're operas. And I hate opera. Um, and then there's like a smaller little community theater in the back. And I've been cast in every show that that community theater's doing. Um, so nice. we're actually the week of um, the cruise. We will have just finished up the show I'm in right now, and we will be in full swing for the next two shows. So if I got off school for that, my directors would pretty much kill me. How about you, DeAndre? Are you going? Yeah, no, I thought I'd let uh, Brains Before Beauty have it. I am super excited to announce that if you are going on the MasterChef cruise, if you're setting sail, you will see me there. Nice. Very awesome. cool. <laughs> oh, you're yeah, going to have I so much fun. Oh, that's cool. I am so excited. I'm bringing, I'm, so all, I'm bringing all of the sunscreen. I'm bringing Orzo to practice. I'm bringing everything. <laughs> That, that's good oh that you're going, but if you said you weren't going to go on the cruise, I was like, now this is the sign. Because if three of us that called in aren't going on the cruise, this is going to be one of those cruises where everyone winds up with dysentery and they have to pull the boat in. Like, cruises are horrible <laughs> nowadays. These cruises, I used to love going on cruises. Now I'm scared to death. They're plumbing back it up and then trapped at sea. Ew. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound like fun to me. We're going to have a great time. It's like a floating <laughs> Motel 8. I'm kind of glad I'm not going on the cruise now. The floating roach coach. <laughs> great. The floating roach coach. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm bring me back a souvenir just so it's not dysentery. Souvenir? <laughs> yeah. I will. Yeah, you can keep the dysentery, though. Send that to Brittany. 
I was going to say the funny mm-hmm. thing about Terry is that I never cooked with him, and the last time I saw him, he was throwing me off of his team to work with Nathan and Brittany. Wow, oh, really? Yeah. What, the wedding? Yeah, yeah the, the wedding. wedding. Oh, I just picked your team, Nathan, because I'm a nice yeah. person, and I yes. believe in the underdog. <laughs> good, I was being good supportive. Life. Of you. Yes, yes, and I totally agree with that. And I was sad to see Brittany go when she did because she was super supportive. Um, And I don't think they gave her the credit that they needed, that she needed um, during the wedding episode and stuff. They just kind of tended to throw a lot of people under the bus without uh, without giving people credit where it was due. Well, yeah. Well, let me just tell you no no offense, guys, but I think Brittany was the cutest one from the cast this year. Absolutely. Yay! Oh. <laughs> you know Sorry, guys. Thanks, guys. Sorry. Wow, I'm offended. I think. Don't worry, Nathan. Yeah, like, no. last season was definitely, our season was definitely the hardest one, like, by far. I mean, our first challenge ever was recreating a three Michelin star dish, like, right out the gate. And that's something that they normally save for, like, the finale for people. Yeah, yeah the well, this year were definitely the, intense. Yeah, the production of all these shows now are getting where they really do all the stuff they used to do in the beginning because they're trying to wow you at the end. It's yeah. like they're almost running out of ideas. And so it's like, you're right. Like, why are you giving us the hardest stuff at the beginning? You know, let us ease into this. But they don't want to do that now. They're just, you know, they're trying to make people screw up. Yeah, they, That's yeah. My well, feeling. I mean, it's, it's like TV. They want to make it, like, the most dramatic and the most intense and, like, you know, the hardest challenge yet. And so people will continuously tune in and watch and try to see you know, what's next, but when you're a contestant, you're like, damn, dude, like, I can't cook a pie in an hour, like, what? Yeah, right? <laughs> but, ridiculous. Yeah, give us a list of ingredients you're going to need in four minutes. What? Yeah, ready, go. You're like, um, flour? I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, stop making me wait around. Just throw me in the fire. Stop making me think about what I got to do. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So, so it's um, all good things for you guys then. It's all good things since the show. Uh, I like that. You know, oh, you all you guys deserve it. You definitely I'm catering deserve my it. first wedding. <laughs> nice. Oh wow, that? that's so exciting. Yeah, I have a hundred person wedding that I'm I'm actually I'm like event planning for it. So I'm I have the DJ and like all the equipment and the tables and chairs. I'm designing like with the centerpieces and the silverware, so I'm, I'm super stoked. <laughs> just just start out That's the first awesome. course with some Kool-Aid grapes and get everybody all jacked up on sugar. Yeah. It'll be great. Oh, I'm putting those, that, those are in the buffet for sure. I mean, at least two Absolutely. or three. <laughs> ah, it's, it's the only thing that gets me to eat a piece of vegetation is now Kool-Aid powder. <laughs> it's you're rolling in Kool-Aid powder? I now. <laughs> that That's sounds awesome. so bad for you. Oh, but it's so good. <laughs> You've never had a Kool-Aid pickle? Yeah, no, I make them that. all the time. Oh, Rob my God, I love Kool-Aid pickles. 
Yeah, just open the jar and then pour some grape or yeah, cherry or grape Kool-Aid powder into it, Nathan, and just have it in your dorm to snack on. Good one. Interesting. For sure. No, the yeah, Kool-Aid powder. Yeah, you drain you drain the brine out of a jar of pickles, and then instead of water, you mix two you know the, the two cups of sugar with the brine, and double the amount of powder in the little envelope. You can't really do it with the other stuff. Makes it so, and it's the most delicious thing ever. It tastes, it's the greatest bread and butter pickle you'll ever have. It's like sweet. <laughs> Very interesting. Great. Yeah, good stuff. And then at the end. I actually have to jump out. I have to go back on the line. Um, but if you're ever in Las Vegas, come pay me a visit at Herbs and Rye. You know I will. Yeah, thanks, guys. It was really good Have to Have a good day at work. <laughs> of course. Come right, see me see something. It's always a pleasure talking to you, my man. <laughs> I will, I will. Stranger. Have a good day, DeAndre. Bye, Bye DeAndre. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Later. Later. <laughs> All right, so we, um, if you guys are going to stay on, we, have, we, we do our top five every week. And it's you know we just pick whatever it is like a, a thing. But since since Arnold Palmer died yesterday, he's a <gasps> famous golf guy, but he's famous for he's his Arnold Palmer, which is iced tea lemonade. So we're doing our yeah. top five favorite soft drinks. Okay. Okay. All right, so, I mean, Clem, you want to start off with your top five? I'll go. In no random order, I'm going to go, I have to go iced tea and lemonade. Um, I'm going to go peach iced tea, too. I'm going to say peach iced tea in general. Never right. Not iced tea, but just peach iced tea. One of my favorite things to drink. Lemonade, definitely. I have to go root beer. Root beer, oh, cream soda. Yeah. Got to do root beer, got to do cream soda. And I hate to say it, but it's so simple, just water with lemon. There's yeah. something about a glass of nice ice water with some freshly squeezed lemon. I take that over mostly anything I drink all the time. Yeah. I That's will. True. I will I'm, agree with that. I have a, a pitcher with a whole bunch of fruit and lemon just chilling in my fridge yeah. at all times because it's just better. It's just <laughs> something so refreshing, and you know, it's not always the the, the combination of the sugary gravy. It's just refreshing, and I don't know. It just works. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my quick five. It's pretty simple. It's something I've been drinking now. I found in like the the um what do you call that kind of aisle with all the uh, different countries? Ethnic. The, the ethnic. ethnic aisle in the supermarket. <laughs> okay. They have this aloe water, and they have like pomegranate aloe water and all this other. It's like drinking cold bubble tea. There's all these little balls of aloe. I love that bubble tea stuff. Yeah, but uh, mm. so I like that. That's been pretty good. It's only good cold, though. Drinking warm, oh, no. I, I feel like, uh, you know, yeah, like, like you're I'm swallowing drinking, something nasty. <laughs> yeah, like the money yeah. shot. I'm swallowing the money shot on that. <laughs> but, and then, then I got to go simple. Grape soda, orange soda, cream soda, yep. and then there's a tie for root beer and, uh, and Dr. Pepper. And somebody's going to say, somebody said Dr. Pepper on... on yeah, Facebook. I'm not a real soda oh. guy, but I love the cheap versions of the I'm cans, sick. like 
like say Pathmark or whatever supermarket brand of canned soda. I love it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I don't know why. It reminds me like a, the old the old school hot dog carts when I was a kid. Always had the flavored soda, and it was Hoffman. Remember Hoffman beverages, the Hoffman soda? And they had, it was an aluminum can with a steel seat, so it was always rusted on the seat. It was weird. (laughs) But they always had flavored soda, because my mother would never buy that stuff. So it was like, grape! And then mixing grape and orange together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's fine. How about you, Brittany? Um, wait, 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 wait. Right, I just got to add one more honorable mention. One more. I'm sorry uh, to interrupt. But okay, ice water is one of my favorite things, but when that last ice cube melts, that's the perfect temperature. And All I just right. shoot when it down. When the last that's... ice cube melts. Yeah. Okay. Like if you're, if you're out drinking, make yourself some ice water. Don't drink it until you wake up in the morning. There'll be that little tiny cube floating on the top. And you can shoot that down to perfect temperature. It's ice cold, and nothing gets in the way. Good. All right. Very cool. <laughs> um, okay, so my top five, I would say um, I love coconut water, the coconut water with the pulp inside of it, like in the cans. Nice. I have tons of that at home. Um, I don't really drink too much soda, I would say. I, I mean, if I have to, I would definitely go with that ginger ale. I love ginger ale. Um, ginger ale? I do like ginger ale. Yeah, ginger ale is good, um, but it has to be Canada Dry. I'm very, like, specific Absolutely. with my ginger ale. <laughs> so Canada okay. Dry for sure. Uh, I'm loving – I like club soda with lemon and lime in it. That's always a good one because then it will give you the bubbles without all the sugar of a Sprite. Right, so right. Same flavor there. Um, I like iced tea, like sun tea. Just having it sitting out on your porch all day is really good. Um, I don't know. What's number five? I would say root beer, too, yeah, but root beer has to be really, really cold. Like, I need ice in my root beer. And ice cold. Has, yeah, right. that's the only way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like drinking sure. soda out of a yeah. bottle. I don't like drinking soda out of a bottle, and I have to pour it over yeah, ice. Do you like it in a can? Whatever. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat. I'll put it in the can. <laughs> All right. It's like beer, you know, beer in a bottle, beer in a can. I like can better than bottle. <laughs> I actually do. Right. I, I like can soda better than bottle soda. Yeah. I like, it coke. I like it. I like it. I like an old school like Mexican Coke. <laughs> nice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about you, Nathan? Yeah, Nathan. Now that you're okay. in college, what, what kind of what's your top five beverages that are in your room? Rum and Coke, vodka. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <Well>, no. <laughs> uh, Brittany knows me, so she can probably tell you more about this than I can. My top five, though, are probably, um, hmm. A good okay, so I'm gonna go five to one because one takes some explaining, and I want to do that one last. So five, <laughs> I always like a good Dr Pepper, um, yes. a good um, a good Verners. I love Verners. Verners is a really good soda. The root beer. I like. No, yep. not root beer. It's like a it's like a ginger ale, but it's like a stronger ginger ale. It's like aged in a barrel, so it has a bite to it. Okay. You've never had Verner's, Brittany? I have not had Verner's. You need to go drink some Verner's. It's like so okay, good. Verner's. Like V-E-R-N-O-R-S. V-E-R-N-O-R-S. And it's, um, it's this, uh, I don't know. It's just like this thing that when you drink it, like it burns your nose a little. It's like that strong. Oh, that sounds so good. pleasant. It's really good. 
Um, okay. And then Amazon or Walmart, but as soon as I get off this radio thing, I see it right here. Vernon's ginger ale. Wow, sixteen ninety six. I guess that's for a case. Yeah. I don't know. I don't it's know. A, that's I, for like I, a huge case. I forgot to mention. I wouldn't buy it beer. that big. Um, okay, so uh, uh, Dr. Pepper, Verner's, I love a uh, good root beer. I love Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is pretty much what I drink on my way to class every day. But my ultimate favorite, and it makes me very sad that we can't get it in America, is in Zambia where I lived for three years with my parents who are missionaries. Um, they have this soda there called Apple Max, and it's carbonated apple cider. And it is really? the best stuff ever. It is so good. Okay. Nice. They have a Apple, they have Manzano, which is like like apple soda that they have, and like the little red cans. It it's might not be the comparable same. if you're no. Okay, well, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's not uh, made in Zambia. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Now, did you say did you say Apple Mash or Apple Max? Apple Max. I think M A X. Apple Max, okay. Apple Max. It's okay. maximum amount like, of apples. Is that, like, is that hot goat milk with Apple Jacks in it? <laughs> <laughs> Ew, that sounds awful. <laughs> I, I don't know. So you said Zambia. I was waiting for like a chunky right from the goat milk or something like that. Oh. <laughs> Or some murky water. I like murky water. (laughs) Carbonated murky water with apples. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I like all those foreign, like tamarinds and all that stuff, like all the Mexican soda. I do not drink soda at all, but it's like if I have to. That's what, like, if you open a cooler, and like, I like going to a kid's party or something like that. If I have to go to, like, a little cousin or something like that, and you open the cooler, and there's, like, flavored soda. It's like I got to go try to hide it, and then I mix it with uh, vodka. You know what I like, and I didn't say? I like the little sippy drinks. The little sips with the straw, like the, the juice like box. Capri Sun. The Capri Sun cherry ah, is great. I sell tons ah, those of those. Are good. You remember those little the little barrels? They're like the really crazy colored juices in those we, barrels, yeah. and then you like pull hugs. off the metal they top. Were, they yeah, were hugs. hugs. Oh, that was that was the little kid drink when I was at little parties. <laughs> when we were in grammar school and high school in the eighties, and you know, well, yeah, the eighties, we used to call them quarter waters because they yeah, were the twenty five cents. It was knee high, exactly. made them. And water. now I sell them at school too, and the parents yell at me because it's all sugar and stuff. But I'm like, the kids love them. They're like little barrels. Now they're dollar. They're dollar water. They're dollar water. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah, they're good. We used to freeze them, and then my mom would put them in my lunch bag, and then by the time lunch comes around, it's like a slush. Absolutely. That's good awesome. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> love it, All right, love guys. it, love it. <laughs> All right, well, I have some work to do as well. I need to finish up. I'm quoting. Um, so I'm going to bid you guys adieu. Um, yeah. All right, Brittany, yeah. always a pleasure. Thank you yeah, so thank much. Thank you so much for calling in. Great to hear your definitely, voice again. Definitely, definitely. Call anytime you want. Yeah. Thank you, Nathan. If you got to go, I mean, I know you're busy doing all your shows. and. 
Um, yeah, I can talk or I can go or you guys can kick me out. Yeah, I don't care. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to, like, force you to stay on with us. You can stay on, definitely. You know, I want to get All right, bye, guys. Have fun. <laughs> Sorry. All right, bye, Brittany. Bye. 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 Great. All right, well, uh, Nathan, we're going to take a couple of – we got a, a caller. We have Annette, one of our good uh, followers. Hey, Annette, what's up? You're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Hello, gentlemen all, and I'd like to thank Nathan for the shout-out to Detroit for the Verners because that's where it's from. Oh. That's where it's from. Yes, that's yes. Right. My, my, mom's ca- my mom's Canadian, so right from the other side of the river, and she's Absolutely. the one who introduced me to that. That is the best stuff. That is the hot dog bomb diggity of ginger ales. Next, next oh, Canada you, know, you all don't know me very well, but trust me, when I get out of the studio, I will be on Amazon ordering a six-pack of that because now I have to see what this is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, seriously, got to try it. It is the best. It's the best stuff in the world. They used to give tours of the Verner's plants when we were kids. So right. You could go in. And, and they will order it. Yeah. Yep. They will order it. But you Good know what's weird, and I, I always feel out of the loop. Uh, you know, like um, like we did this. I've never heard of Verner's. I want to try it. But remember we had that uh, mayonnaise thing? and Cups, people. Cups, cups, cups. Yeah, like Krupp's mayo or something. Like everyone from the south or something knew what it was. We had no clue. And it was just weird because, you know, I'm just used to Hellman's or Kraft. But it's just, it's funny how the little things from different parts of the country that other people don't know about. And it's just so simple and and stuff that you you really want to try. Yeah, like better made potato chips. That's a Detroit thing. So when I lived in Ohio for 20 years, everything was Balricks. And I'm like, what the hell are Balricks? And so I tried them. I'm like, bleh. And it took for, and you know, you ate Lay's in a pinch. But the minute I moved back to Michigan, better made all the way. Great chips. Betterman? They, better made. Better made. Better, better made, made chips. Uh. Better made right. chips. Those, that's a Michigan deal. That's a Detroit deal, actually. And they are amazing. Oh. Speaking yeah. of chips, I was watching Cape Fear the other day. Did you ever see that movie with Robert De Niro? Absolutely. There's a scene in that when he knocks on the door and Juliet Lewis answers the door and she picks up right outside the door a can of delivered Charles chips. Nice. Remember those? They came in the big yeah. can and the guy would deliver them to your house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, those are the greatest things because you well, can keep that. Unfortunately, I'm not you. that old. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's so funny now because I, now I'm the guy that always says I can't believe he's getting that big. I remember when we were so little. I, yeah. I used to hate people like that, and I'm becoming that. Yeah. You know, when you turn 45, <laughs> everyone's growing up around you. It's ridiculous. You're 45. You're old enough to be my father. Uh, you never yeah. know. I was in Zambia once. I'm 45 too, man. I'm th- I'm I was all high on Apple Mash or Apple <laughs> Max. <laughs> I know. I, I'm getting old, dude. But, I was all hopped up on Apple Max. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, I'm getting old, but you got to think young. So, you know, so I still like act like an idiot. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I think when I did Hell's Kitchen, I must have been 40, 42, 41 when I did Hell's Kitchen. Maybe I was in my 40s. Yeah. How long ago was that? I don't know. We're up to season 16. I did season 10. Yeah, it was so probably around four or four five years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, because we've been doing this for three years. Four-year-old with a black jacket, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nathan, any more TV fix? I know you, at least you got your creative flow. 
Because you're a great performer. You're a great entertainer. You're good on TV. But now, like, um, I guess you get a lot yeah. of outlets doing the stage. So that's pretty awesome. Well, my eventually I want to get back on TV. Whether it's – I don't know if I'd subject myself to another reality show, but, um, you know, maybe eventually audition for some show. Um, you know, you just never know where life takes you. You you got a career. Let me tell you something. If you don't do it in the cooking business, you got a career in the acting business because you're very likable to watch. Yeah. You're very easy, easy to watch. And, and I'm enjoy. very curious to, yeah, to see what you're going to do next type of thing. You know, yeah, you, even, even your yeah. Facebook Live stuff. Like, yeah. I'll be scrolling through and I'll see it and I watch it for a couple of minutes. I'm like, this guy is just a good, he's a good kid. Yeah. Like, There's something really likable about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And definitely watchable. You have, you have. I'll say this is. You have the gift to gab. You have the bullshit. Like, and not that it's bullshit, but you know what I'm saying. You have that. Exactly. Things just come exactly. out of your mouth that people are gonna listen. Exactly. And, and as I found this cool on the show, a lot of people had to think about how they were developing their stories and stuff, and that just came natural to me because yeah. I had such a wide childhood, like. Um, and it's helping now in school and stuff. Like, we have, like, speech and stuff. And, like, we have to do personal experiences. And there's uh, guys and girls in my class who are, like, taking four hours. And they're like, oh, I don't know what to do on my personal experience. And I'm looking at my life and I'm like, um, just pick a year and I'll uh, tell you a personal experience. So yeah, exactly. um, I feel like it's a lot of my personal experience combined with my personality. Um like if I had this personality and I like had lived in the same house my whole life and went to a school and never was bullied or anything and didn't have a single story to tell, I don't think I'd be the person I am today. Right. Well, that's but what it is. You're real. The combination. You're, you're very real. You know, because there are people that plan to get on these shows and stuff and make up stories to do it and all that stuff, and it's like it's not real. You can tell what's fake and what's not. Yeah, that's why that's why you was great on the show too. You you would just yeah, you would just being yourself. And a lot of people don't realize, like you said, people gotta think about things and even me when I was on House Kid, I didn't think about anything. I, I what you saw is who I am. I didn't have to think whatever I felt, whatever I I didn't make nothing up. Same thing with you, like you would just you, like it's it's, yeah. it's you know, it's well, yeah, the same deal, like Food Network started. Like, all right, you wanna rehearse what you got I'm like, no, just turn the camera on. They're like, why don't you want to rehearse? I'm like, because I don't do that. I don't do it either. I, I just I think about off things the top. in my mind, yeah, yeah, but I'd rather go right on live and say whatever's on my mind. I'm not going to hold Yeah, back. and when you fake it, that's when you get yes. made. Yes, yes, Because exactly. you always, something's going to screw up. Yes. And I don't know. I just enjoyed, I enjoyed the hell out of watching you, buddy. Well, thank you. And uh, what you were saying about live, that's why I like to do everything I do. Like, as soon as Facebook came with that feature live, I was like on it in a heartbeat because of um, the fact that I didn't want people to think it's rehearsed. And I'm sure you said you've seen them. I'm sure you've seen ones where someone will run up in the background and think it's funny to jump on the camera or the camera will drop or I'll say something wrong. But that's life. Life isn't rehearsed. Um, Right. You only get one take at life. And so that's basically how I like to do my videos because my videos aren't watch the Nathan Barnhouse show that was rehearsed for six hours. It's right. See a little bit in the, my life and what's going on at school and the guys I hang out with and the 
areas I'm in and what I'm doing that day. Um, right. If you it was rehearsed, it just wouldn't be the same. Exactly. You, you don't have time to think about anything or change your answers. When you're live, you say what it is and you go with it. And there's no right. there's no going back and forth in your head. I mean, you can do that for a second and get away with it. But mostly, you know, you just you just let it flow, man. Yeah, because some of this Facebook Live now, and it's some people I was on some shows with, and, you know, they do the live, but they're doing, like, their own little cooking show. Everything's cut already, and it's, you know, they were sitting there, yeah. Rehearsing it like that's not live. Yeah. Facebook live right. is like, yo, I'm driving. Oh my god, I just ran someone over. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, I actually did one show like uh, one Facebook video like that where I recorded it ahead of time, and I just didn't like it. It like you could tell. Um, and uh, my audition video for MasterChef actually was 45 minutes long that I sent in. Because I didn't have anything cut up ahead of time, and I felt like I looked like an idiot on camera because I'm sitting there cutting a green pepper. But right. I was like, and I talked while I cut and stuff because I feel that that gives you more of an insight to my life then. Because if you record it, it's well, who who do you have cut the green bean? It's the green peppers. How do we right, know he doesn't right. have a team of like 20 people back there making sure everything's perfectly seasoned just so he can get on the show? Right, exactly. That's why I don't like the audition videos. They should come and spend time with somebody or sneak up. I mean, that's how I got Food Network stars because they like me on Cutthroat Kitchen because it was like, wow, this guy's, you know, he doesn't give a shit. He's doing everything. He's not worried about winning. He's just trying to make good TV, and that's it. I just have fun. When the camera's on, I turn into, I'm still me, but times 10. Like, I, I get so excited with the camera. That I actually, I I never get shy in front of it, you know? It's fun. I love it. And it's funny because getting ready for auditions and stuff, because of the freshman auditions are like your biggest auditions of your career here, because right. what happens for your senior year hinges on what shows you get put in as a freshman. Because they'll look right. at that and they'll be like, okay, he played a bush three years in a row in the Shakespeare play. <laughs> We're going to make him a tree this year instead. But so I was very nervous um, walking in there and stuff. And um, and people were teasing me. They were like, oh, how can you be nervous? You were on a camera in front of 40,000 people. I ignored the camera for the most part just because I was just in the kitchen cooking. So, like, like, they, they were like, you do this in front of the camera all the time? Well, I don't act in front of the camera. I let my life show in front of the camera. So it's different to go out on the stage and convince people who have seen me on a camera and know who I am, convince them that I'm someone totally different, like play a completely different character. And so that's hard to do on stage, I would say. um, Right, right. It's true, though. but that's anything. That's with acting, and even with college. You know, like if you're if you're going to play football, you got to play from being a freshman. If you stay freshman, sophomore, and junior year, you're not playing senior year. You're not going to get put on exactly. the starting team. You know, it's anything. Absolutely, absolutely. But it's it's you know good stuff. It's good stuff. You're entertaining. And I hope to see you again. Well, that's why I'm glad you do the Facebook Live stuff because, you know, 
You you just like I said before, you're a very likable guy. Well, thank you. Yeah. So speaking of, well, we did our top fives. Absolutely. But we were talking about Arnold Palmer dying, and I don't know how he got famous. I don't know how he decided to mix iced tea with lemonade. That's what I want. Yeah. I gotta find that. I out. don't think he Does actually that... made it. I think it was like his drinks that he always demanded on the golf course. Ah, so he said just mix them together or whatever, and then it was like, "Hey, we're gonna call this the Arnold Palmer." Okay. Yes, because it was the drink he always had. Now, but here's the question: What, what do you like better, iced tea or lemonade? I'm an iced tea guy. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm a lemonade guy. I have to go. I'm an iced tea I'm a guy. Lemonade guy. Squeeze lemonade. I like lemonade, but I like lemonade that you get every once in a while on a boardwalk somewhere where they squirt it out of that big lemon. It's really just sugar water with fresh lemon, lemon in it. But you know what? I think I think it's time. Right. It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. I'm an iced tea guy through and through. Lemonade gives me agita. I can't help it. Okay. Lemonade gives you what? Agita, like heartburn. An Italian would say agita. I'm not Italian, but I grew up with Italians. It's like I got the agita. Lemonade. Uh, Wow. All right, I'm going to put this. Which one do you like? I'm going to put this on Facebook and see what all the people... uh, are going to say out there. So you're a lemonade guy, Nathan? I am a lemonade guy. Oh, well, and plus you're going, you're, you're in school down in North Carolina. That's like lemonade on the front porch, you know, a little bit of mint in yes. it or something like that in a rocket yep. chair. We do mint. We do raspberry down here. I'm actually in South Carolina, but it's basically the same difference. All right. What about you, Philomena? I see a lemonade. Lemonade. Well, I'm like half and half, but lemonade. All right, so you go with lemonade. All right, Maria Christina Cha 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 again. I see. Now, what is see. pink lemonade? Pink lemonade is actually how it really came about. It was just lemonade with a little dash of grenadine in it. Okay. Because it's not too. pink lemons. There's no. I, don't I know. I think there should be like a grapefruit lemonade. I think that would be fantastic. Grapefruit. Aid. I like orangeade though. Love orangeade. Orangeade is good. They only really sell it in Snapple, but, you know. All right. right. Lemonade, if made fresh, Kevin McCarthy says. And Teresa, sweet iced tea. Adam Nagel, both. Arnold Palmer. I like the – see, everyone's going to say I like the Arnold Palmer, but that's not what we're asking. (laughs) No, 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 no. You got to choose a side here. Right. It's like this is your last drink you can have on death row. You want an ice cold thing of tea or lemonade? I don't know. Oh, we got another iced tea. Yeah, if you've, got, if, you've got, yeah if you've got a gun to my head, give me lemonade. Nice. Now, you're all going to think I'm crazy, but lemonade made with sweet and low is even better than lemonade made with real sugar. Absolutely. I absolutely. Yep, it, it's something magical about that sweet and low in there. 
which, by the way, which we kind of brought this up too because you have Arnold Palmer. And I don't know if you ever saw I love Geico commercials. Yes. And the new one where everyone goes, oh, is that iced tea? And the guy yes, goes, yes, lemonade. Yep. And, it's, and the iced tea is in the back. The iced tea is in the back. Lemonade, man. Yep. Great, great commercial. <laughs> All right. We got iced tea. We got an Arnold Palmer with Tito's. Oh, they like a little vodka in there. Yeah, a little Arnold Palmer and Tito's is pretty good. Timmy Boyd, our old uh, high school buddy. Iced tea. Go with iced tea. <laughs> Well, I'm out. hanging out with like I'm hanging out with four of my friends from theater, and three said lemonade and one said tea, so lemonade's winning. All right. Ah, yeah. Yeah. screw you. <laughs> lemonade's right. winning, but but we're all northern, but we're all in South Carolina. Right, I know. That's like yeah. Yeah, but there's something more magical about fresh squeezed lemon than there is iced tea, whether it's powdered iced tea or sun brewed tea. You get a nice, sweet, beautiful lemon and ice cold with like shaved ice and a piece of lemon in there, and that lemonade just oh man. Well, I don't like the pre-made iced teas, like brisk and all that. And did you know that Arizona got recalled because someone in one of the factories urinated in the in a batch and they had to recall a bunch? Nice, disgusting. Talking about piss. You know, all of it tastes that way though. That was a real Arnold Palmer there. <laughs> well, milk, milk, lemonade. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, they're, they're coming in now. Arnold yep, Palmer. Yep. Everyone loves the Arnold Palmer. That's what I keep getting to. Lemonade, lemonade, Arnold Palmer, VIP, iced tea. VIP, I mean, all right. It's because he just died. If the Kool-Aid know, man look, just died, they'd be saying Kool-Aid. I got people putting up pictures of him. Kool-Aid. Exactly. Cool, nice. Exactly. Just like David Bowie died, and that's all anyone listened to. Prince died. The purple ring goes off the chart. Arnold Palmer dies, and now people are going to start buying stock in that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go play golf and drink some iced tea and lemonade <laughs> outside now. <laughs> I'm going to go shoot an 18 round hole. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, you're right. The best thing that ever happened to superstars that fade away is they die, and then all that shit gets. Yeah. Popular again. Yeah. That's why exactly. I swear to God, all these rap stars want to get shot in the street because then they can stop making money. Yeah. Live or dead, they don't care. They want to get shot. Street credit, man. You need that street cred, street yo. Street cred. Arnold Palmer had no street cred. The guy mixed two soft drinks together. Are you guys heading to your dorm? Sorry, right. one second. Hey, guys, I was walking. Yeah, hey, guys, guys, guys. Are you guys walking to Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I wonder if any of the stars are really dead or if they're all just holed up in a cave reaping the incomes of their. I sale. think that's like Tupac. Man. Tupac. Tupac's yeah. alive. Although he was too loud that he, he, would, he would definitely come out. Jim Morrison's still hanging out somewhere. Yeah. They all died at 27. Yeah. Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, who else? Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. All right, well, we got here. We got um, Arnold Palmer, unsweetened iced tea with extra ice, fresh brewed, not out of a machine. We got someone wrote the dead golfer, and then someone else wrote unsweetened tea, lemonade, tea, no sugar, lemonade, raspberry lemonade, um, both together. And then someone wrote Marco Polo. (laughs) All right. I don't know what that means. 
I just got a fruit punch. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. So, uh, Nathan, what's next for you? Do, you? do you have any TV lined up? Or are people, are people calling you out of nowhere to try to, you know, represent a product or anything? Um, You know, a little here and there, nothing big. I'm doing a Christian dinner theater thing over the summer where I'm going to, like, do a lot of family-friendly plays over the summer and team awesome. up with some people and do some cooking um, so where, like, families can come and do some see some really good shows. And I'm actually, um, over the fall, uh, sorry, over Christmas break, I'm going to be doing two shows. Um, nice. I think I'm already, like, working on picking out the shows, and they're going to be shows for uh, adults that cause you to think about morality. And stuff. So I'm really excited. Nice. So you're busy. I mean, you don't have time yeah. to do any more oh, on the shows. Oh, I, I mean, no more reality I, shows to do. You're going right to the top. Right now, right now, you know, in a few years, I may try to do Chopped or something, but right now I'm focusing on my education and seeing how far I can grow in the theater aspect of it. Um, you know, right. we we just did this thing, and it was so much fun. It's called a bake-off, and it has nothing to do with food, and I don't know why it's called a bake-off. They have, like, 24 hours to write the scripts. And then they choose the top four scripts, and then we have 12 hours to rehearse them. And that was, like, nice. the most fun ever. That's got to like be great. A, it, it almost felt like a Master Chef acting challenge because they locked, like, six of us in a room, and we had to go find our own costumes, design our own set, assign our own roles. We were given a director, and that was it. And we only got one take. And, like, people paid to come see this. So it was amazing. Nice. I do, um, I do this reality rally out in San Diego uh, to raise money for breast, breast cancer. And you have to do like this amazing race through town. But one of the challenges is your team of four have to, they give you a scene that you have to do and you have to come up and make, you know, make up a quick uh, play for it. And the judges have to say if it's good or not. And it, then you can go on and get the. It's pretty cool. I love it. That's awesome. I'm actually doing reality rally next year. Excellent. I, Excellent. I was just I was just contacted um, this past week to to do the registration and stuff to do reality rally. So I'm excited. Right. Yeah. Kim. Kim. Did Kim call you? Yeah, Kim. Yeah, she's they're good people over there. I did it for two years. I couldn't do it this year. But uh, hoping to do it next year. Stephen Lee did it from last year. I, I talked him into doing it. We were going to room together. Then I had to cancel, and he was so pissed. <laughs> He's like, I got stuck in a room with some crazy guy from Cutthroat Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, back to those that, like, the uh, bake-off thing. I did a thing on Jimmy Fallon where it was Battle of the Instant Bands. They pulled us out of the, the audience. And we had to make a band and in half an hour, write a song, come up with an album cover, dress up and rehearse it and then battle it in front of the room. It's great. It's all out on the fly stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, it's great. But I like that on the fly stuff. It's like the improv, you know, like, Whose line is exactly. it anyway? And I would love to be on whose line is it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And it shows the reality of the actors. Right. It does. It's awesome. 
So, um, yeah, all right. Well, well, we got Teresa on the line. She's gonna. She says sweet tea. Hey, Teresa, you're chewing the fat. Hey guys. Hey What's Teresa. Up? Good old sweet tea, sweet iced tea. That's my. Yeah. Opinion. But. Lemonade gives me heartburn, so. <laughs> oh, or, the or, or does it give you heartburn, or does it give you agnosia? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah, yeah, this is Nathan. It's, it's, it's not how it's spelled, but this is how it sounds. Odd, O-D-D, um, J-A. D-A. Ajida. Ajida. Yeah. Because that's perfect. Ajida. Because when you're directing, you're directing your plays and stuff, and someone's not getting it, getting the line right, you're like, ah, come on, you give me Ajida with this. Exactly. <laughs> no. It's uh, perfect. But, uh, yeah. Holy crap, there's only thir- 10 minutes left of the show. Well, we were. Oh, yeah. wow. We had the this difficulty. evening. Yeah. It was, it was a great show. It was show. all the MasterChef guys. Huh? It was all the MasterChef people. Yeah. They took over. It was a MasterChef takeover. It was a MasterChef takeover, exactly. But, well, here it is. I want to get in a quick new segment. Okay. And do you know it's going to be called Once? Every day, never. And it's almost like the F, marry, kill, where you pick three celebrities, and who would you like to F, who would you marry, and who would you kill? Never heard that in my life. No? Okay, no. Well, it's going to be food. So we named three uh-huh. foods, and you got to pick would you, which one you would only eat once in your life, which one you can eat every day, and which one you would have to never eat again. Oh. Uh, which one you would do uh, what? Never eat again? Never eat again. So you have it's it's like Sophie's choice. So for Clem, he's a big Italian guy. I'm going pizza. No, 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 no. Like, I'm gonna name three things. Okay. And you have to pick which one. Okay, I got it. So the other you would eat once. Okay. Which one you never eat again, okay. and which one you have to eat every day. Okay, got it. All right. So I've had it written down. Oh, here we go. Because Clem, this is gonna kill him. All right. Pizza? Yeah. Eggplant parmesan, prosciutto. Oh, man. You got to eat one of them just once in your life. The other one you have to eat every day, and the other one you can never eat again. Fuck you. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Right? So, pizza, prosciutto, eggplant parm. One I can eat every day. What I can only eat once and what I can never eat ever again in my life. I think it was... I'm going to go with pizza every day. All right. Eggplant palm once in my life. And as much as I love prosciutto, because it's so salty, I'm going to say never again. Because <laughs> that way I can live longer and eat more pizza. Right. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I got another one for you. All right. Good. Lasagna. Oh, come on. Fake ziti. <laughs> Linguini and clam sauce. I would eat the linguini every day. Who's asking you? Yeah, this is a clam. This is a clam. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Right? It's hard. I was, I was driving around in the car today, and I was like, I, we got to do something. I was like. I have to eat the linguini and clam every day. Yeah? 
Yeah. What were the other two? Lasagna and Big Ziti. Big Ziti, I can never eat again. Everything between lasagna, because, you know, Big Ziti, they can buy a lasagna. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go Linguini. Linguini clam every day, and then lasagna once. All right. Now, why don't you come up with three for me? Bacon? Yeah. Yeah. Bacon. Oh, <laughs> F you. No, all right. Bacon, pulled pork, and spam. Yeah. Oh. That was a millimeter right there coming through. All Bacon, right. pulled pork, and spam. All right. Spam once. Really? Why would once you eat spam, spam once? I really want to risk that chance of death. <laughs> well, I almost said every day. I love this stuff. Spam once, bacon every day, whole pork never again. Okay. <gasps> okay. Potatoes, uh, beer, <laughs> and. Come on, think, man. There's something I eat all the time. Thank you. Peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peanut butter, beer, and what did I potatoes. Say? <laughs> <laughs> potatoes never again. Okay. And what's too easy? Let me give you a different story. All right. All right. Peanut butter, beer, Kool-Aid pickles. Ah. All right. Well. Hmm. Beer once. Because I would drink so much of it that I'd never want to drink it again. Peanut <laughs> <laughs> butter every damn day. Mm-hmm. And Kool-Aid pickles never again. Now, let me mix this one up for you. Peanut right. butter, bacon, or spam. Potato chips. About, potato chips. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Peanut butter, bacon, or potato Peanut chips. Peanut butter, bacon, and potato chips. Ah. That's that's a tough one. I know. Um, you leave the peanut butter and the bacon because that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I'm trying to think. All right, I'm going to eat potato chips never again. Okay. Which suck. But peanut butter once, but I'm going to mash so much in my mouth that it'll last for a couple of months and bacon every day. <laughs> You're going to be that rare guy who dies from choking on peanut butter. <laughs> I don't know. I've come close a few times. I, I eat it constantly. I, that's, I can live off of peanut butter. It's my favorite food next to bacon. Bacon and peanut butter together, beautiful marriage. All right, let's give one to Nathan. I got one for Nathan. All right, Nathan, yeah. Lobster, steak, or I think it's thinking of a third one. Apple Max. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Steak or Apple Max? Okay. Only so because it's the greatest to... thing in the world. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with. Oh, this is so hard. Uh... <laughs> right? It's not as easy as you think it is. Right. No, but you don't know. I've been without Apple Macs for three years now. So 
Apple Max never again. Lobster once and steak for the rest of my life. Nice. All right, all right, good. Because you know what it is? I'm still torn between the 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 the, uh, the pizza and the prosciutto. I'm still broken hearted. Yeah. Well, you know the thing is, you can tell well, that we're real people because pizza. we could have. But that's the thing. It's like <laughs> yeah. this whole conversation. If you were just full of shit, you just name three things and do it anyway. Yeah. But you, we take it serious. Like yeah. holy shit! If this was put up against me, what would I choose? Yeah. And it's crazy. We got to do this every week, but come up with a different. Even if it's a movie or a beer thing or a drink, we can do this this with anything besides food. Because the original, here's the original game was F, marry, kill. And then it would be like, all right, there's Angelina Jolie, Taylor Swift. Yeah, when you say F, what do you mean? Stummy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Think, think. So you would name three actors or actresses, three actors or actresses, or whoever, and then you would have you have to f one of them, just once, marry the other one, and you have to kill the other one. Oh God! Jessica Alba, Angelina Jolie, or who's your chick from Shameless? What's her name? <laughs> Fiona. Yeah, Fiona. Shameless. I don't know. That's a tough one, right yeah. there. But that's a tough one. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be driving and I'll like see a bus stop packed with people and I'll be like this. All right, F. Mary Kill. I don't even know them, but it's just pants. I'm in a light and there's a ton of people on the on the uh, bus stop and I'll just pick three people and I have to F one of them, marry one, and kill one. <laughs> Whatever happened to Punch Buggy? <laughs> punch Buggy. <laughs> now you're F. Marrying, killing people as you drive. Uh, I don't know. Well, we're we're down to four minutes, so. We have to say goodnight. Nathan, what a goddamn pleasure it was for you to call in. Such a good guy. Please call in again. You're welcome to call the show every Monday night. Just hang out with us. If you want to promote any of your plays coming up and try to sell some tickets, you know, we got a lot of people out there in the Carolinas. Feel free to call in sometime and uh, when I'm doing one of my live videos. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Excellent. That's a we good gotta idea. get a. We gotta get a uh, big uh, chewing the fat with Nate the Bowtie Chef going on. One of these. There times. you go. Yeah. You right. know it. All right, brother. Well, thank you for calling. Don't be a stranger, like I said. We want to thank Sean for calling in. Congratulations on the win, DeAndre, Brittany, all you master chef people, Chef Timmy. Thanks for calling in. Teresa, Tina, 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 everybody. Jackie, who called twice and we never got to her. Yeah. Everybody that was in the chat room, all that other good stuff. I know, I know. We love you guys. Sorry for the uh, little hiccup in the beginning of the show. We'll be back next week. And And Kimmy for calling in, too. We said that that already. Thanks. And for Philomena for just joining the show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We joined the show. Oh boy, alright So everybody, peace out, we love you Good night Good night, my brother Going to California Alright, thank all you right. Alright, peace out Good luck on your place, my friend In my days, you're a woman and kind Smoke my Good night, amen We forgot about the Good night. Wait, thank Kimmy Kimmy, thank you Meet up my mind Me 
Myself, it's not as hard. 